Hello, greetings. Welcome to another Kinship Code, Kinship Ways. It's K-Man here. I'm going to be talking about kindness. It's an act of kindness. It's an act of random act. Well, it's not. It should be act every day. Stay tuned. Hello, welcome again, K-Man, coming to you from downtown Brisbane, in the midst of lockdown, the whole world is under lockdown, COVID-19 has sort of breathed, breathed and breathed all over ourselves and uh, I hope you're keeping safe uh, with this message that's uh, going out to you and today I'm actually going to talk about that word kindness. Because I've noticed in uh, in a whole range of uh, mediums, whether it be social media, whether it's uh, the media in the, on the TV, they're all highlighting, oh, how lovely and kind people are. How lovely, what a kind spirit the things people are doing for someone else, less fortunate, or just sharing. It's a sad state of affairs that it's taking a pandemic to tell humanity, to tell the human race, hey... Kindness, it's a good thing. It's something we can actually cherish. Kindness is an act of giving and giving without expecting anything in return. That's true kindness. As my intro mentioned, they talk about kindness being a random act. Yeah, a random act because we have lost the sense of giving, of sharing, of looking out for someone who may be in trouble or someone who just might need a hand, or someone who may look lonely in the street, lost, we just walk past them. Kindness determines that we will stop and say, are you okay? Just checking up on them. And that's where we get, oh, that's a random act. Isn't it sad? It's a random act. Kindness is something that should be in the very core of our psyche, Kindness is something that I work really hard on every single day of my life. And like anything, it takes a sense of discipline to work on kindness. My podcast today is talking about the principle of kinship codes or the kinship way and the kinship code of conducting yourself in the best possible way you can. One, to look after yourself, and for two, to look after those around you. Kinship code, it's a code. Kinship ways, it becomes a way of life. But to get to this kinship code, it takes a bit of development, it takes a bit of an awakening. It's about awakening awakening up to who you really are. And I said this in my previous podcasts, that we have lost the true sense of who we are because we give away our power to somebody else. Because they determine, they define you. They give you your definition of who you are, what you do, and how the world sees you. Hope that makes sense. We give away our power because we are led to believe the world looking in determines and defines us then we lose our true self, our true self of who we really are. And unfortunately, that is where we get lost in the mindset of, I am not good enough. Well, part of this kindness podcast, I'm going to introduce it by talking about the most important 
vital priority person in the whole world who should receive this kindness. And for those of you who are switched on, and that's probably all my listeners because you're all listening to me, so you must be switched on. That person is you. Kindness starts with oneself. You cannot be kind to others if you are not kind to yourself. One of the most difficult things as a human being is being kind to yourself. I'm speaking from experience because uh, you might find this hard to believe, but I'm a human, so I'm walking the same walk you're walking. I'm not the perfect or the best rider at this rodeo, at my rodeo. I am just trying my best to be the best rider at my rodeo, at my own gig, at my own life. And trying to be the best person I can be, I want to be a kinder person. Kind. I don't want kindness to be a random act where it just pops up in randomly. I, don't, I find that quite disturbing, the term random act of kindness. How sad and tragic that is. Kindness should be routine. Kindness should be a lifestyle. You don't need to mention, oh, there's a random act of kindness, someone help me. Wow, that blows me away. So to get to a point in the kinship code to develop kinship ways for me, it's about four things. The first one is discipline. I need, in my own time, I need to sit there and work in. I work out. I do my stretching exercise, I do yoga, I do a bit of other Pilates work, but I also invest the same time of working in. And these four points, I actually determines how I develop my kinship ways and kindness being one of them. And I need to talk about this a bit further, just very quickly. There is not a set code where there's a journal somewhere hidden up in the mountains, there's a bit of cloud cover, something out of the Lord of the Rings. The kinship ways, kinship code, is something that you have yourself. It is your own obligation. It's about knowing your rights and your wrongs. There's no umpire. There's no referee. It is about self-judgment. You're judging yourself. So the kinship ways, the kinship codes, is about your own journey. I go back to kindness. Now, to develop a kindness way, which I want to develop, that's what I want to do. What you want to do might be something else that's doing the right thing by people and yourself. But kindness for me, I had to be kind to myself. I had to remove the negative talk and the unkind talk I would tell myself. Because the last two sessions of my podcast, I talked about how the two of the most important words in the whole world is I am. And I used to punish myself. When I used to get stressed, when I used to do something that wasn't up to scratch, I used to say, oh, I am a negative. I am not good. I am a negative. I am in the negative. I am deficit. I am deficit. I am deficit. And I became that. So the discipline for me was to be kind to myself. Kindness. So when I didn't come up to speed or if I felt I didn't do the right thing, if I got anxious and I got in front of a group of people and I and I lost the plot and I started blubbering, I used to go off stage and go, oh, geez, I am useless. I am no good. Now I go off the stage and think, okay, that's okay. Something's up. 
that doesn't define you. You're good. You're good. Tomorrow's another day. But I took discipline to get that mindset into my psyche. So that discipline, you have to say to yourself, when I, the minute you wake away, the, the day, the second you wake up for the day, you set your discipline, kindness as one of them. And that discipline, and then after a while, I found that discipline of what I was doing with my mindset, it became a habit. I was doing it as a habitual way of living. So I used to wake up and go, okay, I've got to go look for kindness and I'll do all this. And But in my journey, I'll just look out. If someone's struggling, offer a hand, which I do. And that was a habit. And then it became a habit. But then I realised it became a routine. I just did it. And now I'm really glad to say it is now part of my lifestyle, kindness. But I've had to work on it. And it's like anything. You have to work on it. You have to invest time into it. And you have to have discipline to get there. And I've developed this lifestyle of kindness. And then we can give for other people. I'm going to share you a little story. In Sydney, I was living down there with my wife. My my wife passed away in 2016. But at the time, this was about 2006. We were in Sydney. And I had a little bit of uh, pocket money, lunch money left over for the week and had a good week. And I thought, I'm going to go and buy my wife, Judy was her name, and I dedicate a lot of this work I do to her because of her resilience, which, by the way, is my next podcast. So Judy, with Judy in my mind, I ventured from my office in downtown Sydney down to buy some flowers. I walk down and I see, and it's Sydney, it's Friday afternoon, and this is before COVID, obviously, so Sydney, as you know, it's, or if you don't know, Sydney is one big city. Traffic, people, noise, pollution, smog, bumping people, and it's just an energy, and I love it. I really love that sort of vibe. I was walking down to the mall to get these flowers, and I saw this homeless guy sitting on the sidewalk, and he had a sign up. And he was sitting there, and I thought, oh. Uh, and I thought, right, I've only got like, I think I've got $12 in my pocket to buy Judy these flowers. And I thought, if I have any change, on the way back, I'm going to give my change to this guy. Because he looked hungry. He was homeless. He looked hungry. So as I walked past, I saw a sign saying, could you please give? And the last meal I had was on last weekend. And I thought, okay. So I go and buy these flowers which was about another uh, 300 metres away from where he was sitting. And then I proceeded to come back to go past him to go and catch my train. But as I was walking back, I saw there was some movement. I saw him try to get up from where he was sitting. He was sitting on the, on the pavement, on the cold pavement. He might have been sitting on a cardboard box, I'm not too sure. And as he was getting up, his leg must have gone to sleep on him pins and needles and he hopped up and then he, he couldn't move any further he he was like in pain from this from his leg being asleep and then at the same time I noticed there was this girl in a car because of the traffic was well no one was moving in the traffic of Sydney the car was waiting there for a while the girl had the window down and she had a handful of coins that she must have reached into her console put these all her change and she was going to give it to this guy 
but the guy was struggling to get up. And as I'm walking and I saw this play out in front of me, I thought, oh, no. So I paced up my walk to, to go and help. And then I see her and she's now looking at the light. The lights have now gone green. So she panicked and she just yelled out, mate. And as she yelled out, mate, we both looked at her and she threw all these coins at this guy. These coins, they're dollar coins, $2 coins, 50 cent coins. They went everywhere. And you know what? There might have been at least 50 people going past that man. Not one of them stopped to help him. Not one person. So I jumped, came in on the job. I walk up to the guy and said, mate, get out, I'll help you. So we're both down there trying to pick up these, these coins for him. We're both picking up these coins. And then the girl yells out, mate, out of the car. And we're thinking, well, she hasn't gone yet because the traffic was that banked up. But she was moving slowly. She said, mate, a second time. And then she reaches out and she pulls out a $20 note. She turns out and there's a $20 note. She puts it through the windscreen. Oh, not the windscreen, sorry, the window. And she said, here. And old mate, he didn't worry about the coins. He headed straight to the $20 note. And she gave it to him. And you know what? That, that angel, that earth angel just drove away. No one to thank. No one to thank. No one to thank at all. It was just a matter of, here, take it. This is kindness at its best. And as she drove away, I looked at the guy and I said to the guy, I said to this young man, I said to him, isn't that just the coolest thing you've ever seen? And he looked at me, he said, I know. And we just looked at each other. We were bewildered that this young girl, no one saw her do it. No one knows who she is. She just did it, this act of kindness. But this, this story doesn't end there. As we looked at each other, me and this guy, we shared a moment. We went, wow. They had, she had, that young girl had just rebuilt our, rebuilt our faith in humanity, kindness. And you wouldn't believe what happened then. The homeless guy, he looks at me, he looks at his hand, he had coins in both hands and he had a $20 note. And he puts all the coins in his left hand, he had the $20 note in his right hand and he said, here, mate, this is yours. And that story still touches me to this day. A man who has nothing, nothing, shared his goodness, shared his joy, shared his reward. Think about that one. Until next time, it's K-Man out.